Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I was listening to a few of my podcasts, my older podcasts. And I'm like, I have been starting my podcast the same way for a hundred and like what, 30 episodes. <laughs> I'm always hoping you well. I hope that you're always well. But truly though, I truly hope that you are doing well as you are listening to this. And if you're not doing well, I hope that these podcasts offer you a space for yourself to reflect maybe a little bit more on your relationship to food, to your body, give you a little bit of space to be with yourself a little bit and have these conversations. I know for me, I I listen to podcasts all of the time. I'm a big podcast listener. I'm one of the big reasons I started my own podcast is because to me, it is a very big way that I learn in a way that is really effective for me to learn. And it really allows me space, especially like, you know, I'm like walking outside, listening to things, allowing the information to really sink in. Um, And then reflecting on it on how I wanted to show up in my own life. And I feel like this practice has been really, really helpful for me in terms of just being able to change some of my perspective. So I hope that this podcast is a place for you where you can do that as well. As always, if you are enjoying this podcast, please let me know. Let me know on the Instagram. Let me know by rating a review. It means so much to us when you are able to share, rate a review rate and review the podcast. I know I say it often either in the intro or outro of the podcast, but it means a lot if you can take a couple of minutes to do that today for us, helps us spread the word, helps us get more people to listen to this message and hopefully create more space and more places where we can feel safe, where we can have these conversations and we can all work towards healing our relationship with food, with our body, with ourselves, so we can show up in the way that we want to. So today... I would love to talk about (laughs) self-love. I think it's a big topic, but I think it's an important one. And it shows up often with my clients. It's something that we've talked a lot about. And because we are in February, because it is currently coming towards the 14th, the month of love, Valentine's Day. I feel like love is in the air. I want to talk about self-love. And I want to talk about it probably differently than what I've talked about it before and that maybe you would, you've heard of it before. Because I think this is an important thing to talk about when it comes to when we are doing this work with ourselves, when we are doing this work and healing our relationship with food and our body. A common theme that I see is this idea that maybe we're not enough or that we're not worthy or that our worthiness is conditional to the size of our body, to the foods that we eat, to the way that we show up. I think a lot of us learn that love is conditional in different ways. I know this is getting deep already, but here we are today. 
we're doing it. We're doing it. We're going deep. But I think it's something that a lot of us have learned, right? In different ways. And I think that's where diet culture played a very significant role for many of us where, you know, if we didn't feel enough, if we didn't think we were worthy or if we attached our worthiness to a body size or conditioned it, right? Of I will only be worthy when and if I will be lovable once I'm thin, whatever condition we've created or we've internalized, I should say, from diet culture, it, then diets became this way of giving us that that loving condition, right? I'm sure, and I know this was for me, so I'll speak a little bit from personal experience. In the times where I didn't feel worthy of, you know, just love, just being, just allowing myself to be enough, diets became a tool for me, right? Diets in that way, when I first started, was a way to self-care, was a way to love on me. And I think it was really marketed that way when I started to diet anyways, that it's like dieting is such an act of self-care and it's such a good way to take care of you and show yourself love and take care of this body that is your temple. Have you heard all of this shenanigans? Yeah. So did I, right? So for years, I I, I really did believe that eating in a specific way was an act of self-love eating and being restrictive and aiming for my body to look a certain way was an act of self-love. And I also attached the size of my body when, you know, if my body wasn't thin or when I had really bad body image days, I attached the way I saw my body to not loving myself. I believe that because my body wasn't thin, it was showing the world that I did not love myself. And I want that to sink in for a moment because I'm sure that maybe many of you listening to this can relate to this idea, right? Of what we come to believe that our body means about us, but then what we believe that the world will think of us when they look at our bodies. And to me, that was a big one that I had to uncouple and work through in my own journey right? Of what does self-love actually mean to me? And how do I decouple that from the size of my body? Right? It's not an easy thing. It's not a tomorrow thing. It's not like I'm listening to the podcast and yes, I believe that I'm deserving of love and that, you know, it has nothing to do with my body. If it was that easy, man, I'd be a freaking millionaire just doing podcasts and changing lives that way. But the truth is that It does take time, but I think, you know, starting to develop what is our self-love and where does it come from? So when I think of self-love and I think where I want to take you on this journey today is really being able to identify the ways that we use to feel or the, the thoughts, the beliefs, the stories that we use to tell ourselves around what it means to be loved and what we need to be deserving of love, right? And even asking yourselves, do I deserve love today? How do I show myself love? How do I show others love? I think we're very good as, you know, people to show other people love, to care for others, to show up for others. And when we think of our own self, it can be very, very hard. So the way that I want to break it down for us, and like this may be a little bit counterintuitive to like the title of this podcast, but self-love does not need to be the goal. What if we took that off the table? What if self-love right now was not the goal? What if the goal was not to love yourself so, so much? Right? 
if you've been in a space where, you know, thinking of loving yourself feels extremely difficult, or maybe we're just really far, maybe we're just very disconnected from ourselves, from our body, our relationship to food and to our body has been just really heavy in the last few years, maybe decades. The idea of self-love may feel just overwhelming or even fake. I've had one of my clients told me this. It feels fake. I feel like I'm going to like fake it till I make it. Like you can't just love something just like that. And of course you can't, you know, especially when we spent years telling yourself that it wasn't worthy of love. We can't expect that we're going to start loving ourselves, our bodies, any of it tomorrow. So I think the first thing for me would be like, what if we took the idea of like self-love off of the table? What if instead of love, we aimed for the acceptance piece? What if instead of loving ourselves, we aim towards respecting, trusting, taking care of ourselves instead? How would that feel for you? Would that feel more accessible? Would that feel better? I ask that because, again, it can feel really hard if we're far from it. But I know for me, love, self-love seems so woo-woo, especially like, I feel like I'm much more woo-woo as a person now. But definitely when I started my journey, I was not very woo-woo. Like I did not connect with any of these things of loving ourselves and all all of these things that were just thoughts and beliefs. And I was just like, I don't get it. I'm a lot more of a behavior checklist person. Tell me what I need to do and I'll do the things. And I think that can be a good way to start for a lot of us, right? If I think of respect and trust and self-care, those are things we can do a little bit more. Those are things that have a checklist that we can attach to it. And I'm not saying that I want us to just view ourselves as a checklist and things that we need to do. However, the way we talk to ourselves, the way we behave, the things we do for ourselves can very much impact how then we feel about ourselves, right? If I start viewing myself in a different way, if I start talking about myself and my body in a different way, if I start behaving in a way that, you know, I I can trust myself and I, and I care for myself, it changes the way that we feel. So I'm curious to to hear, and when you are listening to this, how that how would that feel for you if we were to look at self-love that way? I'll say that, you know, I work with people to heal their relationship with food and body, right? If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, or if you're new to this podcast, welcome, welcome. But that's my life's mission. This is what I've been doing for the past almost five years is just food relationship stuff, just helping people just, I mean, just... It's a big deal, but you know what I mean? This is what I specialize in food relationship, body relationship, getting to a point where food and body is no longer an issue and it's empowering us in our life and no longer holding us back. But what I've noticed in this work that I do is that our relationship to self is a huge part of the deal, right? What we see at the surface when people come to me or when we start working together, what we see at the surface is this idea that you know, I don't like my relationship to food. I'm tired of binging. I don't want to feel out of control with food anymore. Food feels like a battle. I'm always thinking about it. I wake up thinking about it. I eat breakfast and I'm thinking about lunch and dinner. It's always on my mind. And I hate my body. I hate looking at it. I hate living in it. I feel so uncomfortable in it. I'm I'm wearing things that are oversized because I don't want to see it. I'm avoiding going out to social because I don't want people to see me, Right. Those are the pain things that we see that we're like, okay, I need help. 
But this is the top of the iceberg. This is what we see. This is what we need help with. But when we look underneath the surface, there's so many of the pieces that comes from a place of the way we see ourselves, the way we value ourselves, our own self-worth, our own self-esteem, our own self-love, right? The way that we grew up, the stories that we have, all of these things that lead to what we see at the surface, but it is so important. So although self-love may be like, why is this dietitian talking about self-love and talking about taking care? Like, why are we talking about this? Because this is the root, man. This is this is the deep work. This is where a lot of it lands and starts and where we want to end up, right? I really believe that most of you who have worked with me, who work with me, who want to work with me, it's not just about being able to eat an Oreo and not feel guilty. I mean, yes, it is, but also not, right? It's not just about being able to eat the food and be like, cool, 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 loving this. It's about living and experiencing a beautiful, expensive, full life, right? Like I really see this as a transformation. When we heal a relationship with food in our body, we live a beautiful, full, expensive life. We get to feel different, show up different. We take care of ourselves different. But that only happens when we also do our, the work with ourselves, when we also do the work in accepting ourselves, understanding ourselves, gaining awareness, loving ourselves, taking care. All of these things are part of the journey. And this is why this dietitian is talking about it because <laughs> it is so important. It is so, so, so important. So I want to say for me, the way that I, uh, you guys can see me because I'm on podcast, but I'm writing as I'm doing this because the way that I see it is like one, when we think of self-care, Asking yourself how, or self-love, sorry, asking yourself how we feel about the word love and self-love. And if it doesn't feel accessible, scrap it. We don't need to aim for self-love. That's not the goal. What if we looked at the things below? What if we looked at just the taking care of the respect, the trust with ourselves? I think those are beautiful goals. Even the acceptance piece, which is a big, big goal, but it's a great goal, right? Finding more neutrality, right? That it doesn't need to be this like rainbow and cupcakes and unicorn world where we all love ourselves all the time. That's not the goal. I mean. We can work towards it, but initially, what would feel more accessible to you? Then when I think of self-love and tips that I want to give to you to reflect on and maybe journal prompts, maybe reflection prompts for you, I like to look at self-love as a pyramid. I look at most things in my life as a pyramid. You may have noticed that our logo at The Balanced Practice is a pyramid, and there's a reason for that <laughs> because... Everything is a freaking pyramid because I really believe in lives and levels depending on day to day, right? It's all about the balance. It's all about the flexibility and the duality of all these different things. And I see self-love as a as a triangle in the sense that I do think there's some pillars. I do think there's that base layer that we need to work through until we get to the peak. I do see the peak as maybe it's the end of the road, or maybe it's just kind of like some days we get to access all the way up to the pyramid. Some days we only have the base foundation and that's okay, but it is building that foundation to get to the tip of the triangle. And that's how I see it, right? And if you have, that's how I, I was going to say, if you are in the balance program, if you're listening in the balance program, you know, that's also how I teach with food, right? Kind of this idea of our foundation, the nutrition foundation and the food freedom pyramid, everything comes in first steps that we do to build that foundation to move forward. And I believe it's the same with the relationship that we have with ourselves. 
right? Kind of like those first layers, things, things that we can do to start off. And then how do we move forward? Once we've done the foundation, how do we step up? And what are the things? What I do want to say about any of my pyramids that I ever teach is that it is fluid through time and day to day. I really believe in our capacity and our capacity changes. I really believe that I mean, we're, we are not robots, right? We can't always give our 100% all the time and that's okay. And we don't want that. Uh, we want to be able to work within our capacity. So some, having something like this with levels, I think allows us a little bit more of that flexibility. Hello, hello, hello. Just stopping this podcast episode to tell you all about the Balance Program. As you're listening to this podcast on self-love, relationship to food and to body, I think it's such a cool space for me to tell you about the Balance Program that just reopened for enrollment. So the Balance Program is my signature six-month program that has been running for over two years and a half that has helped hundreds of women heal their relationship with food and their body. So this program is for you if you are ready to try truly heal. Like I'm not talking about like band-aid solutions and like removing foods out of your house and like pretending to have food freedom. Like I'm talking about like legit having a great relationship to food, feeling connected with your body, learning how to take care of your body, learning how to just be, live fully, be yourself and learn how to use food as a way to empower you day to day instead of being a constant battle. It's time to stop living in our head and start really enjoying and living the life that we were meant to live. If you're interested in healing your relationship with food and body for good this year, join the six-month program by going to www.thebalancepractice.com forward slash program and apply to join the balance program. We're getting started so soon with this new cohort. It's going to be so good. And I cannot wait to support you in healing your relationship with food and your body. Uh, but going back to our triangle. So when we think of self-love and those foundations, I really believe that some of the questions we can start asking ourselves, especially at the bottom of that pyramid. I mean, what I see at the bottom is really that piece of like care and respect. Before we can ever, ever, ever love ourselves, someone, anyone, I think the the care and respect comes first. And this to me really means like when I think from a food and body perspective is, you know, eating enough, making sure that, you know, I am sleeping, making sure that I'm regulating my stress, checking in on the way that I talk to myself, right? Like really what's at that basis core level of respect? How do I show me and my body respect? What does that look like for me? And then there can be the care piece, right? Of my hygiene and cleaning myself and again, nourishing myself and hydrating myself and making sure that I get my sleep in and my naps and all the things that I need to get done, right? And this is kind of like my core basis of my negotiables for, for feeling like a human, feeling good as a human. I do think that that's a really good basis for when we think of that self-love and that self-care is what are the things that I do either on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis to really support me. And then we can go up in our pyramid. And then what we're, we're going to be looking at is the ways that I feel loved. And I think that's also something that can be a lot of exploring around, right? What does it mean for me to feel loved? How do I experience love? What feels good for me? And sometimes we can start looking at it from the perspective of maybe other people, right? Like how does my partner make me feel loved? What has my partner done or my friends or my family do to make me feel loved? If we don't have experience in like loving on ourselves, sometimes it can be 
difficult and almost weird to try to think about. I don't know how to make myself feel loved. What a weird freaking question. What are we talking about? So then we can start thinking about what do our loved ones do for us? What do we do for our loved ones? What, What are ways that we show love? And then we can start looking at like, how do I implement that for myself? What are things that I can do for me on a daily basis? What are things that feel so good and nourishing to my soul? Right? I really do think that when we think of this piece of self-love, it's like all of these things that are, again, from the perspective, like respect, taking care and trusting ourselves and the things that we can do and continue to do. And then that like bonus of what else would help be helpful? What else do I like? Right. I love to take baths. Like taking a bath is extra. It's not part of my baseline. I don't need it. But when I do that and when I have nice candles and things like that, it does make me feel very cared for in love. It's something that I do to fuel my soul, to nourish myself. So things like that, that we can look into in terms of what are the things that I do to make myself feel loved, right? I think self-love is not a destination, right? It's not like a checklist that you're going to do and be like, cool, I've done all this, therefore I love myself. I really do see it as an ongoing process for the rest of your life. The same way that any relationship that you have in your life, right? If you have a partner, kids, friends, family, you don't just assume or you don't just, I mean, maybe we assume that they that they know that we love them, but we don't, we need to continue to nurture those relationships. It's not a one and done. It's never a one and done. Relationships are built over time. They're strengthened over time. And it's the same thing with ourselves. The biggest difference with ourselves, I think, is that there's probably been a breach of trust for a while in our relationship with ourselves. Right? I know for me, that's how that's how I view my relationship with me is that, I mean, growing up, having a good relationship and then having an eating disorder, disordered eating, diet culture, really messed things up for me for a really long time. And then it's the work of coming back home to me, advocating for me, trusting me, respecting me, taking care of me. Right. All of the things that I think if diet culture didn't exist would not really be something we need to think about because it would just be right. Like, I think that's just how we're meant to be. But we lose sight of that when we live in diet culture, because for so many years we've been told that we're not enough and that loving ourselves is conditional and that we need to micromanage, that we can't trust. Like we've been taught all these stories that really get caught up. So I think the big work that we do here is a lot of the unlearning. A lot of the like trusting, taking care of us. So we can then really show up. We can then really be, right? And be happy and all all of the things that like we really do this work for. Because again, like healing your relationship with food in your body is about our food in our body and like is important. And I really believe it's to be able to experience life so differently. Right? I did a I did a story not too long ago on Instagram where I asked folks, you maybe, maybe you you participate in the quiz, what would your life be like if you had a good relationship with food and body? And what I found really interesting, I got over like a hundred responses. And what I found really interesting is that most people, like their responses had actually, you know, again, nothing to do with food and body. It wasn't be like, oh, I'll be, I'll feel so good in my body and I'll be confident. Or it wasn't like. I'd be able to eat Oreos. <laughs> Most people, when we ask that questions of what would it be like, the response is something along the lines of, well, I'd be able to focus on other work projects. I'd be able to go travel without being stressed. I'd be a better mother. I'd be a better father, better husband, better wife. I'd be a better friend. 
I'd be able to start dating because I wouldn't worry so much. I'd take the leap and start my practice or my business. Most people, the way that they answered had nothing to do with food and body. It had to do with the way that they would show up in their life if food and body was no longer an issue. And I think that's a big goal. Like, I think to me, the more that I do this work, the more that I work with clients, the more that we go through this, like we're all like humans here trying to live our best life and being able to embody a beautiful life, be happy, be well. And it's really hard to do that when your relationship with food and body is icky. It's really, really hard for you to live a good life, the full life, a beautiful life, when your relationship to food and your body is holding you back because it impacts everything. We eat every day. We live in our body all the time. If those two relationships are hard, everything is hard. But on the other end, when we heal those relationships with food and our body, then everything opens up for us. Right? Like life just feels so much brighter, so much better, so much fuller. A full life is my favorite thing. One of my clients had told me this, like it's probably now four years ago and I keep saying it all the time. Just like a full, living a full life. I'm like, wow. So simple yet so true. We all know what it is to live a very dim, dark, small life. Right? I'm going on all these tangents today. <laughs> this like self-love woo will bring this all out of me. So to conclude today's podcast, <laughs> to finish off on a note, I think self-love doesn't need to be the goal when we first start. I think it's a really important thing that we work towards though. I think the relationship that we have with ourselves is the ultimate goal when we are healing your relationship with food and our body. And I really, really believe that you are so deserving of a beautiful relationship with yourself and that you deserve a full freaking life, a life where you get to show up, where food and body is no longer an issue, where your relationship with yourself actually supports you in achieving all your dreams, your goals, living, being with your loved ones, being present, being happy. I really believe that that life is possible for you, right? And it is possible for you. It just is like, you're entitled to that. You deserve that. You were born for that. We just need to find our way back to our body or way back to ourselves. So on this like Valentine's day week, if you're listening to this when it comes out or the week of, I hope that you take time to reflect on what makes you feel loved and maybe things that you can do for yourself to feel loved. And what would that look like for you? What would, what would that look like if you were the one making yourself feel loved this, this year? And before we get going today, just a reminder that the Balance Program is now open for enrollment. We have just launched this week. We just had our workshop this week. If you missed it, you can still join and get the replay. We did a workshop on emotional eating. Um, and now we opened up the program for enrollment. So if you are wanting to work with me, if you're wanting to heal your relationship with food, with your body, if you're ready to do this work, if you're like, we're in March now, so the next session will go all the way to the summertime. If you're ready to get, you know, to heal your relationship with food and your body so you can enjoy this freaking summer and like just, you know, live your life and be able to really 
be present, stop fighting with food, stop fighting with your body, really show up for yourself. I will invite you to apply for the balance program. I think it's such a beautiful container with beautiful humans doing this work where we just get to heal together. And I think there's such power in the community aspect. I mean, this is research-based actually. There is actual legit research that so that healing in a community is so effective. But not only that, you also do get access to me where we get to do this work together. We really get to yeah, support you through this journey and making sure that, you know, 2023 is a year of healing. I really believe so many good things are happening for us and continue to happen for us. And I would love to have the opportunity to connect and support you and be honored to support you on your journey as you are, you know, becoming the main character of your life returning to this role that you have, like you are so worthy of all of these things. So on that note, if you want to check it out, go to thebalancepractice.com forward slash program. All the information is there. The page is long with all of the things. And if you have any questions, DM me on Instagram. For me, as we're progressing with this program, like I really want to make sure that it's a good fit for you and that the right people are inside this container, right? Because it's very very cool and rare to have a container that is this safe, this supportive, this amazing. And I want to protect that. And yeah, let's just make sure that it's a good fit for you. So if you are interested, you can go apply on the website. And on that note, I wish you a wonderful week. I wish you a wonderful Valentine's Day. I wish you lots of love, light, fun, joy, all of the things. And I'll catch you next week in the next episode. 